You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Jesus exemplified loving others. Learn more on this message by Pastor Ryan Gidor. It's amazing once again to uh, really stand here in front. It's not easy, okay? So I need uh, a little bit of audience participation this uh, uh, evening. Uh, so much about that. For the past four weeks, I've been uh, unpacking my stuff. And of course, it's really not easy to arrange the house and everything. But I appreciate my wife for being with me every step of the way. I am married, of course, uh, but I'm not depressed. <laughs> I love my wife, and she loves me so much. I have four kids, and uh, it's amazing how the Lord has brought us from glory to glory. We went to Bacolod and uh, really started the church now. We have three churches in Bacolod. It's nice to be here, and once again, I just can't help but thank uh, Pastor Ariel and Shirley for giving me an opportunity to really deliver this message. I know that we started with uh, the first installment of uh, our authentic message, or authentic, uh, really, uh, installment, the first installment, and it is just really uh, overwhelming to know that, indeed, God is still working in our situation, in our government, and even in our civil government. How many of you here are blessed with the message last week? Good. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, if, you're, if you don't intend to raise your hand, just nod your head. I, I do understand that indeed that is your intention, okay? Uh, but, but if you're not convinced, just text me. Uh, but, but so much about that, I'm, I'm really uh, excited because I know that uh, the book of Romans is a, really a powerful uh, 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 really, uh, passage uh, or, or, or uh, reference because I know that uh, from chapter 1 to chapter 12, it, it speaks of the doctrines and the beliefs of, of, of the believers during the time. And by this uh, very uh, chapter that I'm about to unpack, has a lot to do with how we can exercise our, what, our, our, our doctrines. And a lot of people, they believe in a doctrine, they believe in uh, all the biblical principles, but they're having a hard time, they're struggling, translating what they've read to their daily living. A lot of people, they love to walk and uh, uh, they, they love to talk and talk, but they can't even walk their talk. Do you understand? Again, okay, it's very, very important that we need to, what, uh, uh, really exemplify whatever we've uh, read from, from, from the Bible. And, and a lot of Christians are just mere Christians, sa, what, sanguso, hindi sa puso, okay? Mula sa puso, okay? And, and, and because of that, okay, um, they, they, they overlook really the very essence of Christianity. And this sermon has a lot to do with how uh, we can translate whatever we've read in the Bible to our daily living. Thus, we become authentic in the way we, what, live our lives. So this uh, really um, uh, evening, I, want, uh, I would want to read the passage right here in the book of Romans, chapter 13, verse 8, and this speaks uh, so much volume on not just really loving our civil government and respecting them and honoring them, that from the national level, we want to bring it down to what? To the people that we interface and we interact every single day. I mean, we've got neighbors and people that we uh, associate with from our office mates to our classmates, okay, to our cheat mates, okay, and, and, and people that, that we, we, we do encounter every single day. And there is a way, uh, uh, really, on how we can possibly uh, interact with them based on what the Bible says. And thus, I just would want to read right here, and I want to encourage all of you to bring your, 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 all of your Bibles. I mean, if you're not bringing your Bible, please, okay? I want to encourage you because at the end of the day, okay, it is very, very important as I deliver this message, you have a book right in front of you, and I'm telling you right now, it's better caught than taught. The more you see the scripture, the more it comes into your system, and the more that you grow in your walk with God. Our goal is not to be religious, but we have seen it through the years that the more you're exposed with God's word, it doesn't make you a better Christian, or some of you are less of a believer, but I hope that as you carry that Bible, please, I'm begging you, okay? 
this is how I, I, I have developed okay, um, in, in, in my understanding of God. In fact, I was not very, very religious. Okay? Uh, I came to know the Lord at the age of 16 uh, from, from um, roughly about 10 years old. My, my first exposure with worldly things, I was involved uh, uh, with, with someone at the age of 13. Think about that. The girl is about 23 years old. I was so immoral that I, I, I despise people from, from church. But when I came to know God, it changed my life. On my way to uh, 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 rehab, okay, uh, that is where uh, I, I, I met one of the guys who used to okay, uh, have a session with me. When I say a session, you know what I'm trying to say. Okay, just like Pastor Sonny, a pharmacist. You understand? <laughs> he sells drugs. And, and, and that was my, my history. And the more that... that that I don't understand why I have to bring the Bible, the more the Lord changed my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know, okay, this is not just a gathering of religious people. In fact, a gathering of imperfect people, okay? And I'm telling you right now, we want you to be comfortable because God wants to surprise you this afternoon or this evening. So the Bible says, okay, owe no one anything, okay? You're not indebted to what? To anyone. But the Bible, except to love each other. Isn't it amazing? If you're single, ready to mingle, this is the best time for you to connect with a person right beside you. If you're single, single people in the house, raise your hand. Single, 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 ready to mingle. Wow, I like that smile. Some of you are depressed. Just raise your hand. Okay? You're ready to mingle and you like whatever you're doing. If you're single, this is, this is an appropriate text. You can take advantage of this text, of this passage in the Bible. If you're seated with a, with a single woman, I want you to use this, okay? Passage, okay? And look at the person on your right. Tell the person, hey, girl. You owe me love. Do you understand? It's written in the Bible. It's written in the Bible. I mean, you can approach your office mate and tell her, hey girl, you owe me something. Yeah, okay. If I could rearrange the alphabet, I'll put you and I together. Do you understand? Your father must have been a thief. He stole the stars and put them in your eyes. Do you understand? And, and, and you can use this passage as well. A pickup line, okay? Owe no one uh, anything except to love each other for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Therefore, a lot of us here, we run away from the law because we cannot fulfill the law. I do understand that. But it is through love that we can fulfill the law. Do you understand? How many of you here, you're like that? If there's a signage or an instruction, keep off the grass. I mean, if you don't love your country, I mean, you're more encouraged to step on the grass. How many of you here are like that? You're very, very rebellious, okay? And, 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 and that, that is something that, that probably we can reflect on because without love, you tend to rebel. How many of you here, just like our message last week, that if you are not in a place of authority, you're not a politician, you're not a leader, you're not the CEO, okay? You tend to what? Scrutinize people in leadership. How many of you here are guilty? All of us. When you're not the leader, okay, in, in our own dialect, Okay, kung meron ka lang, alam mo yung mga meron. They, they have all the suggestions. We 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 always would want to criticize people in authority, but if you are in authority, you don't want people to criticize you. Am I correct? And that's our problem. Thus, in the same passage, okay, it's it's hard, okay, to to at times uh, really uh, go about trying to fulfill the law. When you're not motivated by love. Okay, how many of you here, if you're married, if your husband or your wife tells you the reason why mahal kita, dahil 
sa pera mo. <laughs> I mean, you, you know it's not coming from love. And, and that's what my wife told me then. I'm just kidding, okay? I don't have the money, my pastor. Uh, I'm just kidding, okay? In verse 9, for the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, okay? These are the laws, the Ten Commandments. And these are instructions, and I'm not saying that we will uh, what, run away from this. We will shun this. The reason why at times, okay, it becomes more of a threat, okay, and an imposing rule because you're not what motivated by love. I am telling you right now, it is amazing to do things out of love. How many of you here, you've done something before out of love? All of us, right? When you fell in love before, how many of you here, you fell, fell in love once, okay? Twice, thrice. Some of you, you don't know what I'm talking about. Nung nagmahal po tayo. Do you understand? When you took the, what, the public utility vehicle, nagjijip po kayo, okay? If there's a, what, a love song over the radio, feeling mo para sa'yo. Do you understand? Yeah, you can have it. Love songs in the radio. If you're in love, right? When you hear these songs, you tend to, you can have it. You're enjoying every minute of it. And the chords, you feel like it was, it was written for you and for the love of your life. And that's what I'm talking about. More than just hearing love songs, when you're in love, I am telling you right now, it's hard to explain the feeling. The day that you fell in love, your parents are not for the love of your life. That was the first time you, you what? You, 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 you tell a lie, Right? And you did everything in order for you to keep that feeling. How many of you here, okay, you have tried interacting with people who, who, who fell in love before? No matter how they keep their mouth shut, you see it in, in their faces, right? When you're in love, there is something in you. You can't even explain it. And people around you would, would, would really see, okay, that indeed you're in love. And this is what the, the, the Bible says, that those, these are laws, but if you have love, Okay, I'm not saying it's easy, but you're motivated to fulfill the law because you're what? You're immersed in that love. In verse 9, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. All of the commandments are summarized in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Therefore, it is love that can fulfill the law. So if you're struggling right now obeying something, like what we're talking about here, that we need to love our neighbor, and some of you here are having a hard time. How many of you here, you, you can relate with me, I used to have a neighbor who's from hell. Do you understand? Who's a demon. Do you understand? Okay. And, 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 uh, because the wife would validate, demonio ka, demonio ka. Do you understand? Okay. I'm living in, in hell, okay, in a way, okay? So, so I hope that, that, that you do understand that that it's easy to love the, the lovable, but it's really hard to really go out of your way and love somebody who's not really that lovable. This is the challenge. This is uh, what we need to uncover this, this evening, that God wants us to love somebody regardless of who they are and their temperament. So before we dive into the heart of our message, can we just bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful moment. Indeed, you're a great God, and I'm really amazed, Lord, of whatever you're doing the hearts of each and every person in this room. I pray right now that if somebody in this room who's thinking twice, if you love them, I pray that you prove them wrong tonight. That you will experience your love and your unconditional love. Lord, I, I have 20, 25 minutes, Lord God, but Lord, I know that by 
uh, elaborating on your love, Lord God. Use my message to touch each and every person's heart. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So the question is, if the Lord admonishes us to love uh, the people around us or our neighbors, I mean, there are a lot of things that, that probably we have to consider here. And, and a lot of us here, we, we would never go out of our way to love someone. Do you understand? How many of you here, you do this as a routine every single day? Part of your list is that you go out of your house and knock on somebody's door and tell them, I love you. You understand? You don't do that, right? <laughs> Why? Because you don't see the advantage of it. Why should I go out of my way? I can live my life. The other question is, what's in it for me? Probably if that girl is also single, ready to mingle, I might go out of my way. Haven't you noticed that if you want something from someone, you become nice to them? Not, not people in this group, but outside of this church, in another church. Do you understand? You're nice to them because you want something from them. That's not what the gospel is talking about. And thus, okay, you don't see the advantage. What's in it for me? Why should go out of my way? Do you understand? The person probably might not be able to really return the favor. Or you have been taken advantage. You understand? The reason why you don't want to give it a try because you were abused. Pastor, ayoko na magmahal. That was it. And, and for some of you, I don't want to help. I don't want to lend money. I don't want to extend a hand. Pastor, Christian pa naman. Do you understand? And, 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 and a lot of us here, we, 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 would, we would want to go out of our way, but because we, we've been abused by people, we would never give it a try again. Therefore, your motivation is based on what people did to you. It wasn't the gospel. It wasn't what God has instructed in His Word. So I want to read right here a passage in our main text this evening. Okay, The first one is just like what we've mentioned. Oh, no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. And I'm telling you right now, it is very, very important, okay, that we clarify this passage because it is love that fulfills everything. Without love, I'm telling you right now, you can carry this thing out even though, okay, you feel like at times you've perfected the, the love that God has for you, you still fumble and fall. Do you understand? But because you're motivated every single day that you're growing in that love, eventually, some of you here, you just can't help. Roughly about five, ten years ago, you have evolved to that kind of person. That before you can even really reconcile if you can obey God, but you what? Wake up one morning and you're obedient. How many of you here? You're surprised of your ways and your actions. Suddenly, life has meaning to me. Do you understand? You wake up one morning and you, you saw the evolution of you from a monkey to a human being. Do you understand? You evolve because you are motivated by love. Nakita mo ba yung evolution? Try uh, uh, looking back. And, and, and checking some of your photo albums. Do you understand? Of who you are before, you can see from hell okay, to heaven. From a monkey to a chimpanzee. No, no, no. From a monkey to a human being. For the commands or the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. This was derived from what? The commandments of God. These are laws. And if you don't have God's love in your heart, you tend to really be intimidated. 
The problem with religious people is that you will try your best to follow all of this. Even if you can perfect the law, if you don't have what? Love in your heart, you're a clanging symbol. You're nothing. Do you understand? Look at the person on your right. Tell the person, I love you. <laughs> Opportunity na to, kapatid. Gamitin mo na. Matagal mo nang sinisipat yan tuwing worship, di ba? I love you. I worship you, my God. I, I, lo- I love you. Use this opportunity. Are you happy? And any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The summary of everything that you know about God is summarized in what? In this commandment, love God, love your neighbor. Your theology on worship, love God, love your neighbor. Your understanding of the Greek and the Hebrew word of faith, it is summarizes, love God, love your neighbor. So no matter how theological you can be, if you don't love God and love your neighbor, you're done. You're missing the point. So the question we need to ask ourselves, who is my neighbor? The word neighbor came from a Latin word known as what? As somebody who's what? Who's near or nigh. There's a reason why it's nigh bore because it came from a Latin word nigh to draw near somebody who's beside you. That is a neighbor. So if you're living in a village, I know and I'm convinced you have a neighbor. Right? All of us has a neighbor. Am I correct? If you don't have a neighbor, now I need to distance myself, okay? Uh, uh, all of us, okay, we're living in a village or in an area or a barangay where really uh, we have neighbors. And God is simply saying, if you want to test who you really are, all of us in this room, you don't really know who you are. In Tagalog, okay, I'll try, okay, hindi mo pakilala yung sarili mo. Do you understand? In Ilongo, hindi ka kahibalo kung sinong imunga kaugalingon. Kasabot ka mo sino, tibisaya, dung. That's Cebuana, okay? You don't really know who you are. You think you love God? Yes, you love God. How many of you here, honestly, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you love God? You love God. Okay, put it down. You, you love the person beside you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay, you love God, right? You love God. Yes. Yes. Okay, halatang kalbo yung preacher, you know? Kalbo, parang ganon yung... Okay, uh, and I'm telling you right now, you don't really know yourself. Not up until you are given a task to love your neighbor. You love God? Yes. The second question is, do you, do you love your neighbor? Because in the way you love your neighbor, okay, it is what? Reflected in the way you love God, vice versa. So if you love God and you can't love your neighbor, we have a problem. Do you understand? And if you love your neighbor so much and you don't love God, that's another story. Or somebody's neighbor. Do you understand? <laughs> do you understand? And thus... The question, who is my neighbor, is something that we need to answer because this will help us clarify every single day of our lives that every time we look at that neighbor of ours and that demon in another house, it's a haunted house. I'm just kidding. I don't believe in that because there's a demon, okay? okay. There's a demon in the other side. I mean, God, can, can I love the other person, that beautiful lady? Do you understand? Lord, another person I prefer, can I make... Can I choose? 
But God is simply saying, the reason why I put you where you are, you're beside that office mate of yours, because I'm giving you an opportunity to love the person. There is no other person who can love the person. All of us, all of us in this room, all of us are destined to love someone who doesn't know God out there. That will be our topic two weeks from now. But God will always put you in a situation where He can use you to love someone. Not because they are just a bunch of unlovable people, but because God wants to allow you to recalibrate your heart if you really love God. It's easy to love God. How many of you here, you're guilty of telling somebody, I love you so much, but you cannot what? You can't prove your claim. If you want to prove your claim, I am telling you right now, this is how you do it. You love your neighbor if you love God. But it's hard to love your neighbor if you have not experienced God's love for you. Because most of us, we tend to really brag about God's love for what? Our, our love for God, that we serve in church, we worship God, we read our Bible, we, 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 we do a lot of religious things. When was the last time you thought of bragging about God's love for you? Most of the time, you brag about your love for God. Whether verbally or indirectly, that you process in your mind, you tend to say, God, I, I, I went to church, huh? I need a boyfriend. <laughs> How many of you here, you have the religious mindset? Once you attend church, Lord, the following day, can you, can you send somebody to love me? Every time we do something for God, we want God to return the favor. That's, our, that's not what we, are, we believe here and what we, we, we adhere in this, in this church. We believe, okay, that God is not somebody, it's not, God is not an ATM machine where you only come to God if you need something from God. So therefore, it is important that every single day when you greet that neighbor of yours, I have a neighbor, okay? I'm living in San Jose Village, okay? Uh, and, and right here, and, and the Lord gave me people. The other one is an 82-year-old 80, guy, 82-year-old, okay? I, I'm 27. <laughs> Ten years ago. <laughs> an 82-year-old guy and a 62-year-old president of our village. Bakit, bakit, bakit? Yun yung kinaibigan mo, pastor. Yung isa presidente ng village namin, connection. And they just get, no, 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 no. My love is pure. No intentions, no strings attached. Okay? And, and then my point is, okay, I, I would, every week they would, they would pass by my house and, and, and pastor, let's, let's take a walk. And I'm telling you right now, it's, it is an amazing moment where you will hear their stories. And this guy, I, I don't want to uncover him, but I'm telling you right now, I was moved. He, hearing him tell me uh, the journey while his, his son was in the deathbed. Every day, he would tell me over and over again. And I, 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 I feel like he's, he, I don't know if, if he's trying to trick me. I mean, for the past four weeks, same story, same story. Same, I was wishing someday that, that he'll change his story. In fact, I can fill in the blanks. Do you understand? But I choose to, because I'm a pastor, I'm a Christian, I, I, I choose to carry a, a face that's very, very innocent. Totoo po. This is our third week. Third week of our discussion. Totoo po ba? Ganun ba? Lord, but I know the twist and turn of his story. How many of you here, you're guilty as well? That when you hear your wife nag you thrice, four times, I mean, you tend to really care that innocent look. Uh, ba? 
I just want to be sincere, but I'm trying my best because he is my neighbor. Do you understand? And, and, and I want to tell you a story right here in, in Luke chapter 10, verse 25, of a man who approached Jesus. He's a lawyer. How many lawyers are in the room? Lawyers in the room? Lawyers? Just raise your hand. I mean, you'll become one. I mean, okay. okay, lawyers. No lawyers in the room? Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. In verse 25, and behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test. Think about this. They, they want to test Christ. They want to, to, to put him on the corner, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? What shall I do? I know he knows the answer because he's, he's a lawyer, and lawyers back in the New Testament are also religious individuals. Lawyers are somewhat at times, uh, they're, they're, some of them are, are, are like, like the Pharisees, okay? They're, they're teachers of the law. Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? Jesus Christ asked him, okay, this question. And if you look at the Bible on, on how Jesus Christ would want to uh, return uh, a similar question, uh, was something that we can use for our advantage when we were asked uh, by people with questions. I know you need to answer, but it's good that you what, interact in the same manner. You ask questions. And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as your what? As yourself. He knows the answer. The problem is that he knows the answer up here but not down here. And that is something that we need to always ask ourselves because we can miss heaven 18 inches. That's the distance of our brain to our heart. And because of that, okay, Jesus Christ said, correct. He said to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. I hope that you do understand that the guy who wants to uh, cross-examine Christ, the guy who... Uh, and, the, uh, and the teacher of the Lord, the, this lawyer who wants to, to cross-examine and, and he wants to trap Christ, eventually, okay, whatever he's, he has intended to do fell on his lap. Because the, the answer of Christ was something that what? That caused him to not just probably live in frustration, but if you're asking a question and the what? The answer is something that you can't, probably do you can pacify you you can't you don't have what it takes to, to 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 comply to the byproduct of that is what is frustration let me bring it to you further he was asking christ the answer of the lord jesus christ is to follow the law you can follow the law but it will guarantee okay that you'll be frustrated and you'll be depressed because what the law is asking is perfection. So when he asked the Lord, he was pointed to what? To follow the law, and he ran to the law. The problem is that the law will what? Will fail you. How many of you here are familiar with the passage in the Bible, be perfect as the heavenly Father is perfect? Nobody can be perfect. Nobody is perfect. Okay? When you adhere and you, 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 you follow to the dot, what is asked of you, you're guaranteed to fail. So if you're wise enough, okay, don't run to the law. Run to Jesus. Because the goal of the law and the commandments and the laws and the rules is that 
it will fail you and it will dash you to pieces. That there is no other way but to run to the cross. So, on your way to the possibility of perfecting the law, don't dare. I'm not saying that the law is bad. But without love, the law will fail you. And because of that, you need to run to the love of God. Thus will empower you to follow the law. Do you understand? We're not against the law. The law is good. But it has to be coupled with love. Because the gauge of your love for God is measured based on the capacity to love someone. To love someone is a requirement. Am I correct? It will only be exciting to love the unlovable when you're filled with the love of God. Remember, love is what is perfected when you're living in hate. If you love someone that is unlovable, what's in it for you? It's easy to love the lovable, right? It's easy to love somebody who loves you in return. It's easy to what? To text someone who can text you back. But if you're texting someone and the, the text message that he returns is who you and you are in that relationship, nakatagap na ba kayo na may tinext kayo ang sagot who you? I-delete mo na lang yung number. Okay? That's not easy. You, you're, you, you're, you're always expecting that people will return the favor. But I hope that you do understand that we're so filled with the love of God that we're not expecting for someone to repay us. If you have not experienced God's love, most of the time, if you do somebody a favor, you want the person to repay the favor. Pero pagbayad na, I don't really care if you repay it. If you receive it or not, it has been paid in full. Am I correct? Nasubukan niya na bang pakainin yung taong busog? Kahit anong ihain mo. Ako hindi ako nabubusog eh. <laughs> Nasa mukha naman eh, di ba? Yung taong busog, akala mo on diet, yung busog, Bibigyan mo ng pagkain. Busog ako. <laughs> I mean, you, you, can't even, you can't even really invite a person to dine with you. Same thing with somebody who has done somebody a favor. He's not expecting somebody to really return the favor as well. Because you're so full of God's love that you don't want anyone to love you. Come on now. If they have the capacity to love you, I'm for it. But because you're filled by God's love, you're not expecting people to return the favor. So you can love your neighbor because you're overflowing with love that has been paid in full. Thus, you can walk in God's love. So my question with you right now, do you love your neighbor? I want to tell you of a story right here of the Good Samaritan. You know the story of the Good Samaritan? Just nod your head. Fake it until you make it, okay? Just nod, okay? Pastor, alam ko yan. Kahit di mo alam, okay? This is very, very important because there was a, a, a man dying because he was beaten. Okay? And, and there are people who saw him, and, and two of them are the priests, okay, who's working in the temple, and a what? A Levite. Okay? A Levite and a priest. And, and of course, based on, 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 on what was written in the law, we, we should be expecting them to help this dying man, this, this, this person. Okay? Uh, and, and, and when the man was beaten to death, there was only one person who went out of his way, and that is the, the Good Samaritan. Okay? A Samaritan who's good. Good. Confident. I mean, good. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was. And when he saw him, he saw him first. Okay? 
he saw him first. Say the word saw. And if, 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 if you may, this Samaritan uh, saw this, this, this dying man, and I hope you do understand that this man okay, was a Jew, and Samaritans don't interface with Jews because they, they're known to be unclean. And Samaritans, because of, of the path, because I, I, I went to Israel roughly about eight months ago, I mean, there, there is this long uh, journey that this man has to take in order for him to reach to uh, the place of his destination. For him to go out of his way, that's another form of inconvenience for him. But because he's motivated by love. And probably as he was strolling, and when he saw the guy, probably he, was, he, was, he, he, he just can't help but, but, but gravitate towards him. Can you imagine right now? A Samaritan walking towards... Can you imagine? And I, I, every time I would read, read the Bible, I would imagine. Probably he, there's a background music. I, I love, can't stop now. Do you understand? You, you, you do understand? I've traveled so far. Do you understand? Dude, I want to know. Do you understand? It is love that caused him to help this dying man. He, he went, okay, when he saw him, he had compassion. And the next, what? The next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, somebody who's on top of this venue and, and this facility, saying, take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three, the priest, the Levite, or this good Samaritan, do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? Remember, a Samaritan has almost broken the law. Did you know that the reason why the Jews in, in, uh, during the time was very, very surprised of this summary of loving God and loving your neighbor? Because during their time, some of us are very, very familiar with this, that I need to love my neighbor. But during their time, they have 600 laws. And with a flick of a finger, Jesus opted to summarize it into two. Isn't that ridiculous? Here, okay, am I, okay, trying to, to follow the law and out of the blue, you'll just summarize that the greatest of all is to love God and love thy neighbor. But this is what the Bible speaks about. Okay? Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, the one who showed him mercy and Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. I believe this Samaritan has broken all the laws. But because he was motivated by love, as if he has perfected the law. That is why it is very, very important for all of us to know that in Matthew 22, verse 38, a second is like it, okay? The second command, that is to love your neighbor, right? You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets, the law and the prophets and everything are anchored in this law. Love God, love your neighbor. What you've read this morning in the book of Psalms, it's anchored in love God, love your neighbor. What you've read in the book of Revelations or the book of Exodus, even if you memorize the entire Bible, it is summarized in this commandment. Love God, love your neighbor. It is important that this command is clarified because we think, Lord, as long as I love you and I love my neighbor, I think I'm just doing the right thing. 
You can know all of this without love and still miss the point. Remember this. If you're amazed why people are raising their hands during worship, not because it's part of our routines here. Do you understand? It is never rehearsed. Hindi po namin pinag-uusapan. Pag umiyak ka, itas mo lang kamay mo. That's not part, okay? Pag, pag ang worship leader nakangiti, dapat lumuhod tayo. Okay? It's not rehearsed. Our posture is a byproduct of experiencing God's love. So it is my prayer that you experience God's love for you. I can teach you, I can preach with all my, 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 my heart, but you have to experience it personally. That you do sense that God loves you so much because God's love will never, okay? I mean, we will change your life. You know how I define God's love? It's like a 10-wheeler truck. Have you seen a 10-wheeler truck? Running 180 miles per hour, when it hits you, you'll never be the same again. <laughs> yeah, that's the love of God. Can we give God a glory for that? His love has the first and the last word in everything we do. Everything that we do, it's love. So in fact, you can come to church, worship, and go through the routines of, of our Sunday gathering, but if you don't have love. Kaya nga po, we don't judge you according to your look, if you're responsive. Some of you here are just very, very serious, but I know the Holy Spirit is working in your heart. I was like that. I was trying to pretend. April 3, 1994, I was standing right in the crowd, and I want to maintain that look, that image. I'm strong. I don't want to raise my hand. I don't want to be in this church. After 21 years, I'm a pastor. So if you're running away from God, <laughs> do you understand? If you're running from, away from God, you are a candidate, my friend. So I would advise you, run all you can. Just run. Forest. Run, okay? And, and, and that is why this admonition of Christ is so powerful because in the first 300 years of Christianity, you know how transformational and missional Christianity was? You know how powerful and how influential they are? Not because they're, they're a bunch of religious people raising their hands and worshiping the Lord. That's not where it all began. You know how it all started? By this. The religious then were critical of Christians because of what they believed but envious of how Christians would treat the people around them. In fact, people who doesn't believe in them, because of what? Because of the love in the community, they tend to gravitate. How I wish I'm a recipient. This is transformational. People wants to be part of a community because people are doing them a favor with no strings attached. For 300 years, it shook the entire nation of Rome. Because the Roman mindset is that if I give you something, you return the favor. And the reason why this is transformational, because they choose to what? Love their neighbor, love the people around them. For 300 years, nobody and no one was able to topple down Christianity. Because every single day it became their hobby. And the more they do that, the more the Lord prospered them. Because they were known as people of compassion. And when you are a person of compassion, there is a relationship between trust and integrity. People will what? Will trust you. And will call for your attention. And I'm telling you right now, imagine tonight, what if this week 
all of us will go out of our way and probably say hi to our office mate. And, and, and you know you're, you have not seen his face because you choose not to see his face. And you're right, situated right beside that cubicle. Can you just, can you just slowly, do you understand? Cross the line of privacy and, and, and say hi to him or a neighbor. If you're a good cook, probably you prepare a meal. I mean, and, 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 and go out of your way. Please don't put poison because that's not... Okay. And, 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 and we, we go out of our way because this is what shook the entire nation of Rome when Christians opted to love the people around them. Remember, no matter how you live the life of a believer without love, you're just a clanging symbol. Thus, loving our neighbor is the fruit of the root. And I, you, know, you know why I thought of this? Because my son, I was telling him, in fact, I have an eight-year-old son, and I'm telling you, right, he's, fa- he's, 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 he's amazing. Because he, the Lord has pruned my character okay, and my life because of him. And, and, and I was talking about the root, and he told me, Dad, you know what? The root of the matter is... And, and, and I realize it might be grammatically wrong, but it has a truth in it because the root of the matter is God loves you. And when you experience that love, it will melt you away. Just like what I mentioned, that God, if God has a fridge in heaven, a refrigerator in heaven, your picture will be on it. God is just fascinated with you. But most of the time, the basis of God's love is based on what we've done. God loves you unconditionally. If there are happy days, you think God is happy with you. If you're depressed and frustrated, you think God hates you. No, 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 no. It doesn't change. Hindi po nagbabago ang isip ng Panginoon. God's mind is, 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 is stable. And he's not, he's, not, he's, not, he's not erratic. God's love is unchanging. God is not moody, just like some of you here. Now, if God is moody, you can approach God and say, Lord, good mood ka ba? Do you understand? How many of you here are, are thankful that God's love is unconditional? And what we need to do is not to struggle and labor to receive that love. Just say, Lord, can I receive? Can I receive your love? Don't stop believing that God will show you his love. Because just like what they mentioned, the root of the matter is God loves you. I do pray that before you go out of this room, you will be forever changed because of God's love. And this is why we can love the people around us because we're motivated by God's love. Can we just bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you that each and every person in this room is loved by you. Even though if you don't feel like you love us, it doesn't change anything. You love us. So if you're here right now and you're saying, God, Your love is just overwhelming. And I believe nobody's exempted in this room because regardless of where you are in your walk with God, God is simply saying, let's bring this relationship one level higher. So if you're saying right now, God, thank you for giving me an opportunity 
to take this relationship one notch higher. I want you to raise your hand right now. Lord, thank you for the hands. Thank you for the hands. Look up here for a while. Don't bow your heads. Isn't it amazing? You can tell God, Lord, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I want your love for me. Fill me with that love. That I don't have to go through a lot of, 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 of really trial and errors in order for me to discover your love. Lord, with the hands that are lifted high, I pray that you cause them to savor your love. You can put down your hands. If you're here right now, you're saying, I want God's love for me. In fact, the word neighbor is to draw near. Isn't it amazing that if you look at the story of, in the Bible, Jesus Christ drew near to us? It was us who are living a life of sin. It should be us who should pursue God, but it's the other way around. He went down, pursued humanity. The Bible says in Romans 5.8, while we were still sinners, you're living in sin, you're living in immorality, you're living in deception, while you're doing it, while you're doing that sin, Christ died for you. Jesus did not wait for you to shape up to die for you. He died because He wants you to understand and realize even though I was living in sin, God's love is unconditional. So if you want to be back home, if you want to give it a shot again, I want you to pray this prayer of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you want God, I want to start all over again. I want to follow you. I want to know you. I don't know where to start, where to begin, but the Lord is simply saying, you can. Because you're not joining a religion, you're joining a personal relationship with me. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus Christ to the cross. Today, I repent from all known sins. And I want to follow Jesus Christ for the rest of my life. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you that I can start all over again. Thank you for the gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen! Come on out! We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.